Welcome back to EW's Quick Drag Podcast, and today we're serving up something a little different. If you are into phalluses made out of pig's feet, um, Hello Kitty muscle heads, and your drag competition winners literally doused in buckets of blood as they wear their terrifying tiaras. And my next guest mixed all of that into a satisfying serve of drag excellence on season five of the Boulet Brothers Dragula, here to feed the children with her first interview after being crowned as the latest Dragula winner, please welcome Neo Hulu X. How are you? Oh my god, I'm so excited. <laughs> hello, hello, Joey. How are you? I'm doing so well now that I am speaking with you. I can't thank you enough. And I have to just say congratulations on a season so well done. I mean, you did I mean every single look, every single performance. I just was blown away the entire time. It was one of the best displays of drag I've seen on television ever. So congratulations to you. Thank you so much, Joey. Looking back this crazy journey, I'm so proud of what I've done. I pushed my artistry to the most extreme. And right now I'm filled with happiness and gratitude. And uh, I can't even put into words how, how happy I am right now. Well, I can sense that. I can sense how happy you are. I can sense how much this competition meant to you. But I have to ask, first, important matters out of the way first. Do you now know how to play the guitar after the Monsters of Rock incident? I have a Guitar 101 planned with Dali. I believe. Oh, you do? <laughs> <laughs> yes, and I watched some YouTube videos to educate my empty brain. <laughs> and now looking back, I was dumb. <laughs> and, and, and you know, the funny part is I genuinely thought I was giving realistic guitar playing. I genuinely thought that at the moment I was slaying this guitar so hard. <laughs> I mean, you gave us one of the greatest memes of the season, though. So, I mean, hats off to you for that. That, that was quite a moment. But um, I do want to to move on to a more serious note like i have to know what was your first reaction to finding out that you won and what does winning the show mean to you my first reaction when i realized i'm the winner was it was like a mixture of a lot of emotions and on top of all the emotions was like i can't believe this is happening and also this feels right this feels very right and I'm still processing what I'm feeling right now. And uh, I think I'm going to need some time for all the emotions to settle in. But right now, I'm just filled with love and happiness. Mm -hmm. And winning this competition, it means absolutely the world to me. I think this is the journey that I'm trying to heal my inner child. And I feel that... This gives me an opportunity to show the world you can be so broken, you can come from such a dark place and still accomplish beautiful, beautiful things. And I think this is also a message to myself that I'm worthy of love. I can be celebrated by my creepiness, my queerness, my transness, and by my, all the things that I used to hate about myself. And I turned all those bad memories, bad experiences into something beautiful. And I'm being celebrated by doing that. 
this absolutely means the world to me. That is a very beautiful sentiment. And I think it's very interesting to watch a lot of the contestants on Dragula work out those sort of past struggles through art that is in many ways, it's beautiful, but it's also very grotesque. And I think that one of the things that you opened up about as being a, a pretty big trauma for you growing up was the, the struggle with your family and them not knowing that you did drag and being afraid to show them your art. So I'm wondering if you're comfortable talking about it, has being on the show changed that? Do they now know? And or have you told them about your art? I still haven't shared this this amazing news with my family just because I don't think they'll truly feel happy for me and they'll feel it just it will just bring me more pain to them, the happiness. And you know that's the last thing I want. I slightly changed my mindset after filming this season. Instead of trying to change how they perceive me, how they look at me try to convince them I'm good. I decided to put all the, all the energy back into myself of building myself, of elevating myself, of feeling I'm loved from within, within myself and not seeking any validation from anywhere but within myself. I spent all my life trying to earn their approval, trying to earn their validation and it got me nothing but shame, guilt, and pain. And I'm not doing that anymore. So it's more about building that confidence in yourself and self-assurance in yourself to stand on your own instead of needing the approval of others, which I think is a very important thing for young queer people to hear right now. Absolutely. I think all the confidence, all the approval you need in the world needs to come from within yourself. If you depend on what's outside your control to give you the validation, you will always be chasing someone. You'll always be trying to convince someone, trying to change someone. And that is, that is not how I want to live my life anymore. Yeah, that is such a powerful thing. And I'm so glad that you opened up about that and that you're on this platform to say that because I think a lot of people need to hear that, especially young queer people watching this, this show. So um, thank you for saying that. And I, I I also think that you you opened up a, about a lot of those emotional stories on the show, but I thought it was interesting that you largely stayed out of the drama on this season. I mean, because there was a, <laughs> there was a lot of it from the other contestants, um, particularly with J.K. and Throb Zombie, uh, which sort of came to a head at the reunion. So. How how bad did things get between them, both on the set and off, from what you could observe? I think the drama, what the viewer can see, is really bickering between families. Because at the end of the day, we truly feel like all of us, we got along so well. We really uh, feel like a chosen family to me. And uh, of course, families fight and sometimes families fight gets ugly but at the end of the day we have such a deep love for each other and that's the only thing that matters yeah well i mean throb i i was paying attention to a lot of throb social media posts this season and you know 
there were some people that were saying using the word like microaggressions against uh, people of color on the set. So I'm just wondering from your experience, because you were there watching everything be filmed. Did you have the same reaction to the dynamic between Throb Zombie and, and JK? No, I didn't feel that was the case personally. And I feel like that was just a spicy moment between two competitors. And it was just a fiery conversation. So uh, your relationship with Orgotic was something that uh, many fans were interested in this season. So I'm wondering, um, after he said that you were likeliest to stab him (gasps) in the back at the reunion... I, I'm wondering what you meant by that, and did you two explore your relationship more off camera? Uh, I want to say that everything you see on the screen come from a very genuine romance development me and Orgatic shared during filming. Everything you see is real. <laughs> me and Orgatic, we're just too we are too cool to fake it, you know. <laughs> And like all romance situations, feelings are complicated and sometimes it can get tangled. And I don't remember what exactly I was going through at that exact moment, but I was definitely thrown off a little bit when he said I was likely to stab him in the back. And also, as you can watch in the finale, we resolved the issue already. Me and Ogata, we are totally cool. I love this human being so, so, so much with all my heart. He's one of the most amazing artists I've ever seen in my life. He's truly, truly a visionary. And right now he's in Europe now. So if you are in Europe, make sure to show him some love and make sure he's <laughs> taken care of, he's welcomed. He absolutely deserves the world. Orgatic is a treasure from the universe to us. Beautiful, beautiful. But we also, there was also a reveal at the reunion that JK and Cynthia also kissed, um, which I did not realize in the moment. I don't know if we got that footage on that episode. Um, So is there some other secret tea going on with with other members of the cast there romantically? Oh, there's tea. Oh, wait, I can't say that. I can't say that. Uh, You said said there's tea. No, no, there's, 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 (laughs) You know, as the bullet said, it's a reality, reality TV show. We only get to see a small part of everything. The iceberg is huge under the water. What you will see is only the small tip above the water. That's all I'm going to say. Oh my gosh. <laughs> yes, you are bringing the tea today. I love it. Not just talking about the romance situation about everything (laughs) about everything okay so it seems that i'm not going to get any more tea out of you on that um which i respect i respect you for protecting your uh your castmates there um but i want to talk about your finale looks because i thought they were so fabulous i mean the filth look (sighs) with the raw pork (laughs) and the pig feet wait so was that real meat it was real pig meat it was real pig foot when then on your chest, I noticed some on your chest. Was that real pig meat as well? Yes, that was real meat. Oh my real gosh. Real meat I, raw. I imagine that that got kind of messy, like working with, with real <laughs> actual meat. So like, was there like a smell going on with this? Like what, was it difficult oh. to work with the meat? 
Oh my God, I put my castmate through a lot. You know, just <laughs> spilling a little behind the stage tea. Uh, yes. I was planning to use the raw pig first, but because when it was raw, it was so it was frozen and ice cold. And uh, I couldn't make the adhesive to work, to make it stay on my body. So I decided last minute, I decided to cook it, cook the food first. And oh my God. And thank God I brought multiple pig feet because I burned, I completely left the first pig feet on the stove for too long. And the, oh the pig feet was burned. And I was like, I so, I'm so happy I brought the backup pig feet and, or I wouldn't be able to you know, complete this vision. Oh my God, yeah. I put everyone <laughs> around me through a lot of cooking a pig foot on the stove. <laughs> I love that. Wait, so yeah, you I, you had the foresight to bring multiple pig feet. So you're talking about the pig foot that was used as the phallus. Like that was a real pig's foot? What's a phallus? So like the 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 genitals of the, I don't want to be cr- like, you know, I don't want to be crude, but the pig's foot that was on the front of you. Yes. Oh my God. What was the the inspiration for this look? Because you did also write sex doll on the front. And then there's another word that I, I won't repeat on the back of the outfit. But um, what, what was the significance of you writing those words on the, on the look? The inspiration for this look is, as an Asian, Asian trans woman, I feel like in America, sometimes I can feel being fetishized for just being Asian and trans. And sometimes I feel like men treat me and all they see is I'm Asian and trans. And I want to turn something so ugly into something very visually beautiful. Like, I, w- I feel like sometimes I'm being treated as a piece of meat. So this time, I'm literally going to dress as a piece of meat. I have a sex doll made of meat uh, on my dress. And I come off of a grimy, dirty Chinese takeout box. I'm, I'm embracing all the Chinese stereotypes, pushing the stereotype to pre- pushing the fetishized Asian Chinese sex doll to the extreme. And with a pig nose on my face and pig foot coming out of my crotch with glittering nails on it. I'm so in love with this look. I'm very, very proud of it. Yeah. And I think it it's also surprising to people when they see drag that is sort of presented i think on the top half is more feminine but then on the bottom you use the pig foot as a penis so was there a specific reason as to why you wanted to uh put those two things together a more feminine look on the top and then using something like the pig's foot on the bottom half i think this look from head to toe is feminine Super, super feminine. And, you know, pig food was consi- is considered dirty, is considered gross in a lot of places in America. But in Asian culture, pig food is very, very common in our cuisine. So I want to, you know, that's also part of my journey of embracing the co- in my, my culture of, you know, what considered nasty in America of like Chinese people eating pig food is actually a beautiful thing. Like, some of the best memories of me and my families have together was my mom would cook me the pig food soup. And it's a very, it's like this whole look is very emotional and I want to celebrate my culture and flip the story of being fetishized and really becoming that 
stereotype that some men see me as. Yeah. And what was the significance of the uh, my other favorite look was the the squid. Mm-hmm. So what was the significance of doing the squid? Oh, the squid. Uh, the squid is coming from inspiration of Ursula from Little Mermaid. Little Mermaid has a such special place in my heart. The story of Little Mermaid, she has to change her body. She has to yeah. silence her voice to come to the other world. And when she was in the underwater world, she was collecting random objects coming from the human world. Like Mm -hmm. that just brought me so much memory because when I was a kid, I would collect uh, American candy wrappings and chocolate papers and everything coming from America is like a treasure where I come from. Like everything Mm -hmm. imported was considered so, so, so fancy. Uh, I'm nagging now, but like, do you know the gold ball chocolate? Yes. Where I come from, the most fancy store in my town only sell them once a year on Valentine's Day. That was a very special moment. So I was collecting those wrappings religiously. Uh So I can relate to Little Mermaid of wanting to go to another world uh, on that sense. And about she have to censor her voice and change her body. And I'm going through transition. I feel like I've changed so much mentally and physically so i can relate to her so much too mm-hmm. and about censoring my voice i feel like sometimes i have to tone myself down for people to accept me in in america and i can relate to little mermaid on so many levels and i want to turn the villain in little mermaid into something very beautiful and glamorous yeah and you did. You you very much did that with that look. I I was very impressed with that look as well. And I'm Little Mermaid is also one of my my favorites. I think there's a lot of queer themes in in Little Mermaid that that you know young queer people can read into that story. So um, I love that you interpreted that for the show. Um, the another thing I want to ask you is, you know, there are I think two main drag shows on mainstream television that people are familiar with RuPaul's Drag Race and the Belay Brothers Dragula. Um, I think the inevitable question I think a lot of people have is, did you ever audition for Drag Race or was it Dragula all the way for you? I can only see myself thrive on the stage of Dragula because me in and out of drag from the moment I wake up (laughs) to the moment I go to bed. I am Dracula. I embody Dracula feels horror, glamour with my life, not with my drag. So Dracula is the perfect platform for me. And I'm so glad I get to be on this journey. And I am a drag super monster in and out of drag. That's a fact. Yeah. It very much is. And for our listeners who cannot see the visual portion of this podcast, Neo (laughs) is doing this entire interview with blood all over her face. I'm not exaggerating. So we needed that visual component for this question. Um, But I, I am wondering how you feel about fans maybe pitting these two franchises against each other, like Drag Race versus Dragula. Do you think that it's healthy competition or do you think it's it's harmful to do that? 
there are only two major major drag competitions in America at the moment, so it's very natural for people to compare both of them. And I think what we need to keep in mind is while you're comparing and critiquing the two shows, I want viewers to compare and critique with a heart full of love and full of celebration of the artist, of all the hard work the production put into these two beautiful franchises and yeah. not versus each other. I believe the two shows are siblings and we are a family and we grow together. At the end of the day, the more drag, the merrier. Dragula is beautiful. Drag Race is fantastic. And I can't wait to see what the future takes the two shows even to a bigger place. And I'm so glad to be, you know, one of the winners. <laughs> yes. I think that that is such a lovely answer. You made me emotional with that answer, actually. So um, I, I love to see, uh, you know, the gap sort of being bridged between these two franchises. I think that that's such an important thing to say. Um, is there anything else that you would like to say or, you know, uh, about how you feel about winning or what you want to do with the title now that you've won it? I want to say a genuine thank you for all my castmates. We have become such a beautiful family and getting to know all of y'all has been such, such a gift from the universe. I truly, truly cherish and appreciate our friendship so, so, so much. And I also want to say a thank you for every single one in the production. They put in so much work. When we are on set, we feel so taken care of. We feel so safe. We truly feel like that was a safe space for us to explore our emotions, explore our artistry to the extreme. Without their hard work, the show wouldn't be as great as you see on the screen. I truly just want to say thank you, everyone who's involved in making this beautiful masterpiece. My biggest, biggest appreciation. That's beautiful. I have enjoyed talking with you so much today and I enjoyed watching you on this show and especially enjoyed <laughs> watching you win. So again, congratulations and thank you so much for your time and talking with me today. Thank you so much, Joey. I really appreciate it. Thank you. Of course. And thank you to all of our listeners for tuning into this special episode of EW's Quick Drag. And uh, hats off to Neo for winning the Boulet Brothers Dragula Season 5. Thank you so much. This weather. Cloudy weather. Ooh!